the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. The glory of God in your life is meant to glorify God. Glorify God with His glory in your life. Did you hear that? Glorify God with His glory in your life. Glorify God with His glory in your life. Don't glorify yourself with the glory of God. Do not glorify yourself. Direct the glory back to God. In fact, if you read verse 1 of First Kings chapter 10. Now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord. When the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord. When people hear about you, when they talk about you, no, having said everything they say about you, do they have something else? Do they say, oh, by the way, she is a child of God. By the way, she knows God. Do they put God into what they talk about in your life? Or do they just talk about your life and living out God? And we're going to see that very, very clearly. When we compare the life of King David and the life of King Saul. Very, very different. Amen. When the Queen of Sheba heard about King Solomon, heard of the fame of King Solomon, the people that told her also said... Oh, by the way, King Solomon loved the Lord. Amen. They also said, King Solomon loved the Lord. So when they talk about, oh, she is so beautiful, or he is so tall and handsome, oh, when they say about you, oh, wow, he's a very smart guy. He has PhD. Oh, he is this, he is that. Do they also say, hmm, he's a humble guy? Do they also say, hmm, he loves the Lord? Do they also say, by the way, he's a kind guy? Do, what do they say when they talk about it? What is the sticking point of your life? Some people think, again, some Christians, think that except they are rich, they cannot really attract or they cannot really, you know, they cannot fully preach the word of God. As if to think that it's the rich is what they drive, the kind of car they drive, you know, the kind of um, clothes they wear that will attract people to God. 
If that is what attracts people to God in your life, it is not the real thing. Amen. If, if somebody is attracted to you because of your externalities, those externalities will not last too long. Those externalities will faint and fade away and they will leave you for another person. So the scripture does not want us to focus on the externality. The externalities are not the glory of God in our life. The glory of God in our life is the grace and the truth of God. The character and the nature of God on display in our life. The mystery of godliness. How God displays himself in the lives of his people. That is the mystery of godliness. Godliness is God in the flesh. Godliness is God in the flesh. Godliness is God manifest in the flesh. Godliness is God in you. Godliness is, you know, the grace and the truth of God manifested in your life. Amen. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. God does not want us to set our eyes on appearance because when appearance disappears, we will drift away and get lost. Let me say that again. God does not want us to set our eyes on appearance. God does not want us to set our eyes on appearance because when appearance disappears, we will drift away and get lost. So don't set your eyes on the externalities. Colossians 3 1 says, Set your minds on things above, not on things on the earth. Meaning, set your mind on bigger stuff, more permanent stuff, weightier stuff. Don't set your mind on lowly stuff. Don't set your mind on things on the earth. No, on the floor. Set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things above. May the Lord set your mind on things above. Wait your matter in the name of Jesus. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. You see the glory of God in your life or upon your life is not about your outward appearance. I hope you have the understanding of you know, how God you know, showed his glory to Moses and how King Solomon showed his own glory to the Queen of Sheba. God showed his glory to Solomon by showing him his internality, his grace and truth. That's it. Nothing more than that. Amen. When the Queen of Sheba came to Solomon, Solomon showed her everything. Showed her both the externalities and the internality. Amen. God will not show you the externalities. God will show you the internalities. Amen. Because if you have the internalities, you will have the externalities. He wants, he wants to dissuade us from looking at the externalities. So, God will, doesn't need to show us the externality. And so, he will not show us the externalities. He will show us the internalities because the internalities will manifest externally. Amen. So, it was really very wise for Solomon to ask God for wisdom, not for the externality. Oh, God even commended him and said, wow, you are really wise. You didn't ask for riches and wealth. You didn't ask for the life of your enemies, but you asked for wisdom. Wisdom is an internal thing. Riches and wealth are external. Amen. And for the life of his enemies was also in external. Solomon did not ask for those things. Solomon asked for the internal thing. Amen. So it would do us well when we pray that prayer. Please show me your glory that we are asking for God to make up 
or to put his makeup in us. Amen. To decorate us with his truth, with his mercy, to adorn us, to adorn us with his truth and mercy and goodness and kindness. You know, the character and the nature of God. Amen. It's a very powerful prayer that you will say, God, adorn me. Put makeup on me. Make up my spirit, my soul. The makeup of your glory in my life. In the name of Jesus. Decorate me with your beauty. Decorate me with your mercy, with your goodness, with your kindness, with your faithfulness. Make me such like you that I will be, I will be decorated. I will be beautified by you. Amen. Hallelujah. I think it is clear to you. I think it is clear to us that God only showed Moses only the internalities. Amen. And we, we know as we continue looking at this, we know that you know the internalities manifested externally. God did not really show him the externalities, but the internalities that God showed him manifested externally. But when King Solomon displayed his glory to the Queen of Sheba as a man, he showed her both. But the sticking point, the sticking points of what Solomon showed the Queen of Sheba were of the internalities. Amen. So when people see us, when people meet us, may they see the internality in the name of Jesus. May they go away from us with a touch of God upon their lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, let's quickly look at a comparison between King David and King Solomon. Quickly look at 1 Samuel chapter 9. This is Saul before he became king in verse 2. If we read it from verse 1, it says, There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zero, the son of Bikorath, the son of Aphir, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. That's the father of Saul. And he had a choice and handsome man whose name was Saul. There was not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. Wow, wow, this is, this is serious. If the Holy Spirit would describe you as the most handsome man, that's serious. And as the tallest man, that's serious. Mm. That was God's choice for a king for Israel because that was their heart. That was what they wanted. You will see that in chapter 12, verse 13. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 13. Now, therefore, here is the king whom you have chosen, whom you have desired. That is Samuel telling them, this is the king that you chose. This is the king that you desired. A tall, handsome person. That's the person you wanted. And that is your king. So, that is the CV or the resume of Saul. Before he became king. Amen. Mm. What kind of man, what kind of woman are you looking for? Maybe the resume you are looking for, the kind of resume you are looking for, it's like that. But we see how King Saul failed woefully. Within a few years, he failed. Oh, may the Lord direct us in the right way in the name of Jesus. May our heart not go after appearance. May our heart go after the real thing, the internalities. Amen. Now, 
We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Let's.